Good evening, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. This is Cheryl Gallagher with Creation Conversations with Cheryl. And it, for me, is at least a, uh, October the 2nd, 2020, uh, Friday evening. I'm in my downtown place in Delta, PA. And coming at you, like I said, Friday night um, to give you something, hopefully, for Saturday morning or Sunday to, to listen to, to maybe, I don't know, shake up your world a bit or have some fun. Um, or some play, which is what I'm actually want to talk about. And um, I don't usually do podcasts at night, but you know what? Someone just said, hey, do it and let's have some fun. So anyway, um, for those of you who know me, I am a massage therapist and I, whew, I've been in business for quite some time. And so I, the body is sort of my playground in lots of ways. And I really love what I do for the mere fact that I've realized some time ago that massage doesn't have to just mean, and it doesn't just mean the physical aspects of the body um, and, and all of that. There's way more to the body. And once I start discovering and playing in those realms, uh, just the world opened up to me and expanded in many ways. So I wanted to talk a little bit about who sexualness and playfulness okay so for me something that happened not so long ago is that I had a, a, an awareness I had a revelation a uh, if you will a light bulb went off and I was like hmm so is playfulness here's the question and I want to I'm going to do a zoom here pretty soon I'll, but is playfulness and sexualness the same energy Okay, so I asked that first before I go into sort of my revelation or my awareness for myself of what I know is true. Um, and is it the same energy? Now, I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about having sex with someone um, or the sex of a person or sex. Like, that's not what I'm talking about here. Sexualness. I want you to tap into the energy of what that looks like, okay? What does sexualness mean to you? What is it? All right, so I don't wanna go into like a strong definition of exactly what it, it is, but I want you to get a sense of, again, the energy, the energy of that word even, okay? And what does it look like? So the, does sexualness mean well, I already said it doesn't mean like sex with somebody or, um, you know, being with someone in bed. But what does it mean? What does it look like? So look at that for yourself for a moment. Or look at someone who you view as sexual and what that energy is like. Again, what does it look like? Does it mean wearing a certain type of clothing? Um, you know, shorts, you know, like short, short skirts or guys to be tight, tight jeans. Is that sexual? I mean, I guess it, it could be and how it's being represented or how it's being worn. Um, but is it the clothing? Is it or is it maybe the way the person carries themselves? The energy that they are. 
All right. You can have someone, I feel like, dressed up to the hilt and just gorgeous clothing, you know, suit and tie or beautiful dress or what have you. And they can have no ounce of sexualness within them. All right. Now, you can take somebody who is in a pair of sweatpants and maybe a big baggy shirt and they can make that sexy or sexual as hell. Okay, so I want you to get the energy of what it looks like someone who is sexual. And I don't want to give you all of like the words, but I want to talk a little bit about what that is and how I view it and how I see it. And it might be compatible with what you think or not think, and that's fine. Um, But what is it for you? So for me, sexualness is about how someone, again, carries themselves. They're... They're well within themselves. They feel comfortable in their body. They are present in their body. Okay, so get that. Comfortable in their body and present in their body. Those two things are huge. A lot of people that are not comfortable in their body are not normally present in their body. And that's something I've learned um, through the many years of massage therapy, martial arts, yoga. um, Oh gosh, I can't even think of all the other you know, teaching classes at the Y, you know, all the other workout classes. There are many, many individuals that are just doing or pulling their body along or dragging their body into life or to where they need to go or would like to go next. Yay, body, because the body will just do that for you because it's what it does. It's um, until one day it's like, I've had enough and it will let you know. So, Anyway, so back to um, all like people being present in their body and comfortable. So for me, when someone is present, that's just an energy itself. Someone is comfortable in their body, then they tend to um, move differently than someone who is not comfortable. Okay. Now this is okay. Like if you're if you're not comfortable in your body or maybe some parts of your body, acknowledge that. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging, all right, that's what it is, can you can change it at that point. So moving the body, so how comfortable you are in your body and how you move it. And it can mean moving it like dancing, or it can mean moving it in a workout fashion. It can mean just walking um, or just, again, how the body is being, how the body, well, how the person is with their body. They're with it. So there's another piece because they're comfortable and they're present in their body. So they're moving with their body. They're not just dragging it along. And there's an energy and an essence within that that can be sexual because there is a joy harmony, if you will, with the body. So being comfortable and being present with the body um, doesn't always create sexualness, but inherently when you are comfortable and present in the body, the energy that is sexualness, which is, um, we're going to talk a little bit about play in a second, is very 
it's just so it's just there it's it is boom it's 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 hard to describe it's not, i want to say it's very present well it is very present it's it's you just you see it. it it's just it oozes off somebody who is just very comfortable um in their body the sexualness the energy of that how they move they almost like maybe glide or slither across the floor now i had a nickname uh when i was married um and i told my story um about just me coming out and a lot of things where i was years ago um but the nickname that i was given was she that slithers and i thought that was really funny and i laughed about it a lot and it was true though see I mean, the idea of the snake, the energy of a snake, I guess some could look at that as a bad thing. For me, though, I looked at it as, well, snakes are healing from the Native American um, roots. And if you look at a lot of the medical stuff, they have the snake wrapped around the staff. So you do have that serpent, that idea of healing. Okay, it's not just a quote-unquote evil representation. Uh, let me, you know, that's that's what I know of it. And the snake is, it moves, it glides, it's very, um, it moves very easily. It sort of, um, not just adheres to a tree, but it sort of wraps itself around things, you know? So it's like taking your body and wrapping it around like a move or a form for martial arts or a workout. So you're sort of taking that energy and wrapping it around and you're, it's always moving, it's gliding. And as I'm doing this podcast this evening, I'm moving. And it's interesting because I don't usually move when I do my podcast. I usually am very still and I sit. So it's funny that I'm moving right now. So anyway, so the energy of sexualness, get that, that joy, that harmony with the body. Okay. So... When's the last time that you felt sexual? That you felt that harmony? That you felt that presence within your body? That you felt comfortable in your body? And that it was almost like you had such a communion or relationship with the body that you were, you were one with it. Obviously, we are one with it, but we're actually not always one with it if that makes some sense. So it's like, we are like our being, we have our mind, our being, our, and our body. So a lot of times, again, we can become detached from our body and we just drag it along. But when we are one with our body, we are moving in, um, we're moving together. And it creates a, a dance, if you will, and that movement, that energy, that sexualness, what people would call sexualness, that is a joy, that is a radiate, radi- there you go, radiate, that's a good word, that it radiates from somebody. Mm-hmm. Or that, when's the last time you felt that that radiated within you or from you? Or maybe the last time that you saw that or you recognized it with somebody? All right. So in this society, I'm just when I say this, I'm I'm just basically uh, making a generalized statement for this culture of the United States. 
all right, more of a Western culture ideal where sexualness is seen as sometimes a bad thing, negative. Um, how could they be like that? How could they look like that? How could they blah, blah, blah. And we try to sort of, we sort of tone or temper that energy down, that fire. And so in that, you know, when you live in a society that really doesn't embrace that energy, then it almost becomes, uh, something that's what's rare. Um, to see a lot of times, um, but when it is, it's, again, it's almost seen as bad and all, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. So for us to embrace that energy, the oneness with the body, the joy, the sexualness, it's almost seen as wrong. Okay. Or, or someone's going to judge you for it. The she that slithers. So that energy, I didn't take that in a judgment way, although there was an energy to that, that could have been taken that way. And instead I just used that. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Again, snake. So I could have looked at, oh, it was bad. They thought I was bad. Da, 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 da. And again, this was coming from my, um, my partner at the time and what he was saying. So point I'm just trying to make is it's not seen as a good thing. So this energy, this joy, the sexualness also Again, I'm going to go back to that original question. Is sexualness and, and playfulness the same energy? So my revelation was that they are synonymous. And you can ask, well, how is that? So let's break it down just a little bit. Let's look at playfulness. When's the last time you had a good belly laugh or the last time you, you played with somebody? Again, this does not have to be in a sexual connotation. I use the word sexualness, but there's, I just want you to grasp the energy, the, the sense of it, the, the sort of the feel of like what that is. That's why I was giving you a picture. So that's, that's just, it's grasp playfulness and what that looks like. And honestly, some people just don't play. Some people can't play or they don't know how to play or they've never learned to play or they're afraid to play or if I play then this means this, 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 and this. Playfulness can mean flirting. Okay? Playfulness can mean flirting. Now, flirting doesn't have to lead to the bedroom, everybody. All right, let me say that again. Flirting doesn't have to lead to the, be ble the bedroom. It is just play. We can just play, and, it, and play doesn't have to mean sex or, or sexualness. It's just fun. It's light. We laugh. We joke. And it is exactly what it is, and that's all it is. All right. So some time ago, it was over, gosh, over a year ago now, um, I was in a, a bagel shop. In my way and I walked in and there's an older um, gentleman and, and lady husband and wife I'm assuming in front of me and they were taking their time deciding on what they would like and you know so for me I'm being a little bit impatient I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god so I look at the guy behind the counter cute cute fellow and I look at him and I was like hey how you doing like I was kind of a engaging him in sort of a, a lighthearted, funny conversation because I didn't have anything else to do at the time. I was like, why not? 
So he's like, hey, hey, you know, I said, you know, so we're just trying to, yeah, how's the weather, you know, kind of joking because this couple was taking, you know, seemed like their good old sweet time, but whatever. And they finally, you know, after that they decided and um, they moved on it, which seemed like, I don't know, 10 minutes. I, don't, I know it wasn't 10 minutes, but it seemed like it could have been 10 minutes. Probably it was more like 30 seconds. Anyways, so they move on. I get up to the counter and the guy asked, well, what would you like? And I told him. He said, can I have a name for the order? And I said, well, what do you think my name is? And he's like, uh, he guessed something. Like, I don't even know what it was. Could have been Brittany or Kim or Kelly. I'm not sure. And I was like, nope, that's not it. And so I told him my name. And after that, um, I said, now, next time I come in, you better remember that. And he's like, oh, okay. So I went down and paid for my order. I came back another time. You know, I don't know if it was a week later, whatever it was. And I went to the counter, actually, he was there again, and I said, so, what's my name? And he didn't remember. I said, well, that's the last time. That's your last strike. And then after that, I said, the next time, that's it. And so, the, I, all that was, was joking and fun and play. When's the last time you joked and had fun with somebody? When's the last time you just, you know, you made a funny comment or... You, you laughed, and again, what does playing look like? Now, my mom is actually, she's somebody who, I would say, Mrs. Jokey herself. She's become less and less jokey as time has went by, but I will say she's somebody who I did learn um, how to play from. Like, she liked to joke and play. She liked, you know, like messing with people a little bit, um, but, you know, the idea was play. And <laughs> I just remembering so a little story about me and her. And one of the things that she did some years ago is I was buying um, some furniture for my house that I just bought. And it was an expensive furniture, but it was something I found like on Craigslist or something. And her boyfriend at the time had a pickup truck and said, hey, you know, we can go down and we can pick it up. Well, it happened to be April 1st. Um, this day and uh, that we were going to pick it up and my mom again she likes to joke she likes to play and so I get we get down to the place where the couch and like the love seat or whatever was there and you know we grab it and the lady who actually let us in was the neighbor and I never saw her before but the people said all oh, the neighbors gonna let you in you know whatever and you know just give her the rest of the money it's fine or so I was like okay that's cool so we did that, and the lady goes, oh, I'll go get the cats for you. C-A-T-S, cats. And I was like, huh? She's like, you know, the cats that come with the couch. I said, what are you talking about? I said, there's no cats coming with the couch. Like, that's, no, I have, it's just, I'm like, no, that's not we were part of the deal. Here, I'm thinking of being hoodwinked or something, and I'm thinking of these people that, you know, aren't here. This is why they're not here because they have a cat that's going with this couch and they didn't tell me about the cat, but now the cat's going to go with the couch, but I already have two cats and this lady's trying to get one over on me. Meanwhile, my mother's over in the corner about practically peeing herself and then all the lady goes, oh, it's a fine. She's like, I said, I have two cats. She's like, it's okay. I just throw it in the back on your way out. I was like, what? Well, not, sh not long after that, she started to laugh. My mom's, like I said, over in the corner practically peeing herself. She's laughing so hard. So play. Play. Joke. Have fun. So the energy of sexualness, the energy of play, is joy. 
it's not a mean like oh my god look what I just did I I put butter on the floor and someone ran down and slipped slipped on it and possibly hurt themselves yeah that is a sense of play but what I'm looking at is just playful banter between people or yes those sort of lighthearted jokes like my mom did with me um but there's a joy in that there's a, a like a fun there's a oh wow like creating yourself lighter instead of in such a sticky contractual can't move kind of way now if we take sexualness and playfulness so again playfulness is that that you know when people are playing there's movement involved generally how does somebody move who's being playful is it light or is it heavy or is it like they're sticking in mud and again do they feel like they are with their bodies when we're playing and so Again, there's a communion with their bodies. There's a relationship, an ongoing thing that's happening as we're playing. Maybe not all of the time, but it. But the energy of that is pretty much synonymous. So, what is the reason for this podcast at all? Is it to make you more sexual? Is it to make you more playful? Maybe. Is it to make you go, well, if we in the society have such a stigma over sex, over someone being sexy or sexual, how does that stunt our playfulness? And then what we say or how we act with people or how we limit ourselves in our conversations that don't need to mean amount to a hill of beans... Me joking with a cashier behind a register about what's my name is play. I drove through a Taco Bell drive-thru, gosh, it was some time ago, years ago actually, and I just wanted a caramel empanada. Apparently Taco Bell does not sell these anymore, and I am very like upset and devastated by this, just saying. So, anyway, so... I drove through, that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted a caramel apanada. And the guy's like, okay, please drive through for the total. And I was like, hmm, okay. I'm like, I know that's like 99 cents, a dollar six or whatever with tax. So I get through and so he's like, okay, tell you what, I'm going to paper, rock, scissors you for the apanada. I was like, what? <laughs> Is this really happening? And I looked at him. I was like, um, okay. We would paper, rock, scissors. He won. He's like, all right, two out of three. Da, 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 da. He won again. And he's like, eh, it's fine. Here you go. Have a great night. I mean, the energy of that, the play in that, the fun in that. Now, playfulness can create amazing presence within just being present. Because you're so there with the energy of having fun and whatever you're doing you're so present, you're not thinking about anything else. You're not worried about your to-do lists. You're not worried about maybe a fight you had with a friend or, you know, maybe something going on at work or whatever. You're just having a good time. And it's, it's something that I think that we need or 
we need more of. We need more play. You know, when I teach my yoga Zoom classes now or um, my yoga, like my, my aerobic Zoom classes or whatever it is, I like to throw play in there. I don't want to be so serious. There was a time and place like years ago that I was so serious. And I always think about the Joker and the whole why so serious. And I think about that actually it comes up every once in a while. And I'm like, yeah, why? Why not let's have fun? Laughter and play can create more change in this world than being so serious. Now I'm not saying don't be focused and take action, but you can have fun and laugh and it can create probably sometimes thousand, ten thousand times more than someone, okay, let's sit down and make this. We got to do this. We got to make this happen. Da, 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 da. Because there's an energy and lightness to laughter that can infiltrate things and play that can infiltrate places that a lot of people can't get to. So playfulness. Ooh, I just had a buzz on my head with that when I get a little zing, a little energy zing when something is right on. So play and laughter can go into the crevices, into the spaces that a lot of people can't get to. Have you ever had somebody who they're not in a great mood and all that? And if you like make them say something funny or they say you say something funny or whatever and they laugh, it's like they can't hold on. They can't hold on to the energy of whatever it is that they're kind of about. It creates, it starts to shatter it. So why is playfulness so important? Why did I bring up sexualness as well? Well, it it can go hand in hand. The energy of it is hand in hand. When somebody is sexual, someone is playful, do they have any walls up? Do they have any barriers? Are they kind of like having a fortress up? Or are they totally open, moving, gliding, expanding themselves? Sort of the energy touching everybody that you're walking by. Whether or not you're directly interacting with anybody or not. Now through all this COVID stuff, you know, I've seen a lot of amazing things. I've seen a lot of fun things, funny things, um, where people are playing and joking and having fun with the mask even. And it's that kind of energy that this world requires And sexual energy is, again, it's right there with it. And what that means is, again, being people being present in their body, comfortable in their body. That right there, I can't tell you if, if I had 50% of the people that my clients that came to me, 50% of them, started to be more comfortable in their body, loving their bodies, not judging their body, that sexual play energy. I can only imagine some of the possibilities or some of the things that would be created on this planet. I'm not talking about more people (laughs) being created. I'm not talking about co-creation and, you know, having sex. Uh, um, Copulating is a a word um, that and is also used for sex because that just means putting body parts together if you look it up. Anyways, so it doesn't mean copulating. It doesn't mean, you know, sexual intercourse with somebody or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. 
I'm talking, can you imagine just the changes that that energy would create in this world? The no walls and the barriers, the expansion, the play, the movement. Trying to give you a sense of what that is like. So I want to do, a, a like I said, a Zoom. I'm not sure exactly when that's going to happen yet, so just kind of keep an eye out for it probably um, sometime this month in October. Um, so just that, I want to talk about sexualness. I want to talk about how to embrace it and how to sort of raise that energy within your body. I'm not talking about kundalini energy or your first chakra energy. I'm not talking about that. That's not it. I'm talking about how ways we can get in touch with that energy, whether it's through play. It might just be playing more. Or how do you play? Maybe you ask the question, well, who would be fun? And this is an access consciousness thing that I learned from them, but it was about who would be fun to play with today? Ah, and that's actually what I was doing that day that I walked into that bagel shop and I was like, it would be fun. And it was like, whoa, okay, this is cool because not everybody does play. But when you play with somebody, you joke with somebody and then that creates something within itself and the energy of that ripples out. Uh, I was driving to work the other morning and something said, oh, I kind of want to get like a breakfast sandwich at Wawa and um, I was like, well, my head just was like, no, don't get that, you know, you know, I probably don't need that, or just that, I cut, can you feel how heavy that is? So I did that sort of thing, and then something, I asked my body, I'm like, body, do you want to stop and get a sandwich? It's like, yes! I was like, okay. So I just found myself turning into Wawa, and went in, and well, threw my mask on, and went in, and I got, my, I got a little coffee, and then I got a couple of sandwiches, because it was like two for four or something, and then as I'm standing there, making my coffee there's a gentleman at the coffee bar on the other side and I guess one of the women worked there I guess knew who this was because he must be a frequent customer because she goes oh what are you doing what are you you're up to no good aren't you you in tr- you know you're making trouble or don't you make trouble or she started joking with them he's like well yeah you know me and I know we hear that kind of thing in that moment though it was like I was right where I needed to be because that is the energy that I just desire more of in this world. That play, that joke, that just no walls, barriers, and things that, and the energy that will, is going to perpetuate and create more and more and more fun and joy. Now I'm not saying, oh, it's all we're going to do is bouncing around and just la 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 la. Again, it's not like that. It's just the play, the energy, the fun. It's the last time you had fun, you know, like just pure joy. Watch a kid play, you know, watch a kid move, watch them dance, you know, notice the joy in their bodies and the play that they are. They have no judgment, no filters. They just are that watching. Have you ever watched a video of a little kid just dancing and having a good time? You can't help but smile. You can't help but chuckle. You know, because it's just like, oh my God, that is great. So the energy of that is creating something. So what if we all walked around just la 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 and (laughs) we're dancing in the streets? I know sometimes also when I see uh, videos of people just having fun dancing and woohoo, whatever. You know, 
it makes me smile. I did something a few years ago called, um, it was on Earth Day, it was called the dance, well, I was doing it to, what was it? Oh, it was um, Diary Street's Walk of Life, and I called it Dance of Life. And what I did was I took my, my phone and I went outside. I'm like, all right, oh, let's do it together. Dance of life. And it was, the idea was to dance, not for the earth, but for the earth. So the energy, when we're laughing, it contributes back to the earth and keeping her alive. So when we have joy in our bodies and, and we are that communion with our bodies, it is going to create for the earth. So it's going to help heal the earth. So that's why this is also very vital and important because we know um, where our earth is right now and we know just how she's hurting, you know, and the pain and, you know, all of that. So creating that energy, contributing back to the earth, dancing, you know, sexualness, playfulness, all of that gives back to the earth. So, I mean, I'm not sure if that sounds a little far-fetched for you um, or if you're right there on the same page with me or if that makes sense or maybe you can hear it now or maybe not. But just as important as recycling or, um, you know, not maybe using water bottles or whatever, whatever thing, ideologies people have, this is equally if not more important than all of those pieces as well. All of those fit in to helping heal the earth. But this is a huge piece that not a lot of people talk about. This is a huge, huge piece that is just glazed over. If we are communion with our bodies and we're in relationship with our body, we're happy, that energy goes to the earth as well as she and all of the things around us contribute constantly to us. So if we're in a place of expanded energy and we're like, woohoo, life is awesome and just, you know, just allowing just ourselves to be free, then that right there is healing. And that's just for the earth. It's also for ourselves, but it's for everybody else around us as well. And that again will ripple out. So that energy of that going into Wawa the other day, the energy of watching people dance that is unfiltered, um, kids, adults, it doesn't matter. Just the energy of sexualness, of moving, and just all of that joy. Can you just almost touch it can you almost taste it like I know I can and I love just play and I love you know learning different ways to move my body or different ways to be with my body and the more I go along this path of what I would call my life or my journey because everyone's is different I learn something more almost every day about my body's wisdom and how the more connected I become with my body, I'm going to say the less intensity or pains that I have in it. And I know that has so much to do with so many other, there's some other factors involved there, but part of that is just because I'm moving with my body and I'm not moving against it. I'm not trying to destroy it anymore. And when I was working out and teaching my why classes and different things, I was, there was, there was times where I was literally destroying my body. I would go into um, teaching classes. I would teach like a body pump and a circuit class. And then after that, I would, you know, go to my the salon that I worked at and I would do massage the rest of the day. And when I walked into that salon to just change and to get into my massage clothing, 
my back sometimes would just give out. It was like, no. And that was her. And I worked out for two hours before that. She was like, oh, I worked out. I should feel good. Yeah, there was a part of me that did feel good. And there was a huge part of me that was like, Cheryl, this isn't working for you anymore. At some point, I let that go. But the point just is, is that we can destroy our bodies that way. But we need to learn how to be communion or how to work with our bodies. It might mean today we want to jog and tomorrow we want to walk. It might not mean we want to lift heavy weights every day of the week or every other day of the week. It might mean some days we need to stretch for an hour or some days we need to just lay down and rest and breathe. Now, our, our breath is the biggest is the biggest bridge, and I'm not going to get into this as another podcast, but the breath is the biggest bridge, one of the biggest bridges to get into our body. All right, so it's that bridge, it's that, okay, here we are. Okay. Anyway, to stay in it is a whole other thing. Um, so sexualness, playfulness, I want you to tap into that energy. Tap into what it means and what it looks like for you. And I also want you to look at other people and kind of get the sense of what it, what it is also and recognize it. Start seeing it. And the more you see it, sometimes the more we can learn to be it. And the more we are it, again, the more that's rippling out. And the more play we have and the joy we have with our bodies and just in life, the more that, again, heals not just us, everyone else, and including the earth. So, sorry if I got a little long-winded there. Um, on a roll today, and I'm just... I'm just going with it. Um, have you enjoyed this podcast? I hope it created something within you. Um, maybe a spark or ignited something to, you know, start... Uh, start feeding, you know. Start feeding that, you know, that energy of that. Um, so look for the Zoom. I'm going to have that out here probably in the next, like I said, this month sometime. I do want, I want people on there. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about what sexualness is. I want to talk about playfulness. Talk about ways in which um, you play or ways in which you're sexual or what that means and how we can just be with that energy instead of making it something that it's not or making it something that's bad. Um, but just being with it and, you know, what it can create. So in this world. So thank you guys. Have a great morning or afternoon, day, night, whatever you, wherever you are right now. For me, it's in the evenings. It's dark outside and I'm about ready to hit the sack here. Um, thank you for listening so much. I just, I appreciate you guys out there. Um, again, I have this like just ignited something for you. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Until next time, guys, this is Cheryl Gallagher with Creation Conversations with Cheryl. Feel free to hit me up. Um, send me an email. Say you love it, you hate it, whatever. E-Q-Soul, S-O-U-L, and A-N-D, bodywork at gmail.com. All right, guys, I'll catch you later.